So hi, Lonely Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... And I'm, I'm Kate for Sounder. And we're asking some questions today about her upcoming EP, Monsters in My Head. I'm going to start. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the singles so far? Thank you. Um, it's been kind of crazy. It's definitely a shift transitioning into releasing my own music versus, you know, dance music and top lines and stuff. So the response feels a lot more personal, I guess. Yeah, in a good way <laughs> yeah good, good. <laughs> uh, so is there any meaning behind the ep name or cover art yeah absolutely so the the ep as a whole is going through all of the different emotions that i experience and struggle with and talking about mental health and stuff like that so the title of the ep is essentially saying i am the monsters in my head i accept mm-hmm. it i'm okay with the good and the bad that i am and everything in between and I know that I am in control of that for, you know, progress and growth and stuff like that. Oh, okay. And the, and and the, the cover, cover art. art, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, um, no, it's all good. Art, the cover art, I wanted to be very, I kind of wanted it to feel like you're in like a mental institution kind of thing, like you see in scary movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to leave it very open to let the listener kind of put imagery in when they listen to the songs too. So that's why it's just a white background. And it's kind of reinforcing that too of like, I am who I am. It's just me. I don't need anything else. It's just, I am who I am. And these are, you know, the things that I experience. I guess. All right. Yeah. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about, a little bit about your writing process for the CP? Sure. It definitely was not my intention originally to write an EP. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to start writing for my project. I started writing Sounder songs in April or May of last year. And after writing like 10 songs or so, it kind of just felt like a good natural evolution to release a few of them as a collection. So um, it was interesting because the theme and motifs of the EP as a whole kind of developed as I was writing it. It wasn't like I set out to say, I'm going to write an EP about this thing. It was just, these are all the things that I was dealing with throughout the pandemic and throughout Mm -hmm. starting therapy again and stuff like that. And they kind of just turned into a consolidated body of work, I guess. Uh, All right. How did you make that transition from like creating EDM dance music to like songwriting? Were you always a songwriter to begin with? Yeah, I've always been a songwriter. Dance music actually kind of fell into my lap in a way. It was definitely never my plan. Um, I started off in punk bands, playing indie shows and stuff like that, and always writing. Um, And I always knew that this was my path, that I wanted to have my own project. I wanted to be writing my own songs. I wanted to have complete creative control over the project as a whole, not necessarily just music either. Um, So my own project, transitioning from top landing to my own project, is actually something I've been working towards for quite a while. and last year when the pandemic hit, I actually moved back to Salt Lake to be closer to my family and was like, all right, it's time. I'm feeling a lot. I want to get this out. I want to start expressing this and found a producer in the area that matched what I wanted to do and just started writing. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I want you to tell us your favorite lyric off this EP and the meaning behind it. 
Oh man, that's such a good question. Okay, I'll pick two. Okay. Okay. I think one of them it just makes me laugh. It's from a song that hasn't been released and won't come out on the EP. And the line is, "Mix your ashes in my coffee." Mm-hmm. And to me, that's just like straight up a horror film, like a scene yeah. you would see in a horror film. Um, let's see, a serious one. Um, I think I'll pick a one from another song that hasn't been released yet. It's actually such a beautiful song. Um, but it's synthetic emotion is how we're coping. Okay. Mm. Okay. I like those lyrics. Yeah, those are cool. Uh, I just want to say the ashes lyric actually reminds me of, have you heard of, um, my strange addiction? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There was an episode where a lady was addicted to eating. I think like some, one of her friends like ashes or something. Uh, So that lyric probably she probably did that so i thought that was interesting <laughs> oh no she would relate it's to that not like people eating light bulbs is actually eating somebody's yeah Ugh. terrible oh no yeah <laughs> um so what song on the ep took the longest to write and which one is your personal favorite i have a feeling this one might be a little bit difficult if you don't want to name drop <laughs> yeah um that's a, a kind of a hard question because there's a couple of them that are my favorite because they're so intimate and so close to my heart and then one of them that's just outrageous and so much fun Mm -hmm. to write um i actually think control took the longest to write and develop that was one of the first songs that we started like in spring when i first started working with this producer and i don't think we knew where we wanted to go in the beginning so it was kind of just like this progression of like oh let's add in this element let's add in this element oh i think we need to rewrite this part of the lyrics or something like that so i think that one took the longest mania is probably my favorite song that's like close to the heart and meaningful Mm -hmm. um and under my skin so vulnerably underneath my skin um, but it me that's gonna be on the EP is probably my favorite one. It's just, it's just like pure expression craziness that we didn't take too seriously, I guess. That's good. All right. Uh, so can you tell me where Headspace is at while you're creating this EP? Yeah, I was going through a lot of difficult things. Um, I moved, like I said moved back to Salt Lake in the middle of the pandemic. I didn't have very many friends here and we also were all locked inside of our houses anyway. So we're all super isolated. Um, I was dealing with a lot of severe depression and anxiety as well as kind of learning how to navigate manic phases, um, which I had never really understood what they were before. Um, And then I started into therapy again. So going back to that and unraveling and digging into traumas and different personality traits that you want to work on and stuff like that brings up a lot of emotions and I'm super thankful that I have a healthy outlet for that you know like I can go to the studio and be like this is how I'm feeling let's write about it or this is how I'm feeling this is how I think it'll sound um, for an instrumental so yeah I was feeling a lot I mean everywhere from like sad to angry to lonely to just everything and I think that that is demonstrated in the EP it's just like a breadth of emotions mm-hmm. it definitely comes through sure. in the EP yeah um so how do you recommend that your fans listen to the EP for this first time in the car with friends in the dark with headphones on is it a party EP workout EP what is it 
I actually do listen to a couple of the songs when I work out. Okay. But I personally, when I listen to a new album or something, it's always just me when I'm driving. Mm-hmm. Just oh. kind of zoning out driving. And that's, I think that's how I would recommend. Just from be- beginning to end, go on a drive, drive carefully. Of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right. Solid. Are we driving into the sunset or is this at night? Ooh, I'm going to say it's like dusk and it's raining. Oh, God. Ooh, Specific. raining too. That's good. So they can't, That's if really it's not going to rain on Friday, on a Friday and you put it out, they can't listen to it until it's you about to rain. Yeah. yeah. You got to wait. You got to wait. You got to travel somewhere that it's going to rain. There you go. There exactly. Go. Uh, so this one should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this EP for new listeners in three words. I would say vulnerable for mm-hmm. sure. I would okay. say there's a lot of duality. Um, mm-hmm. And I would, I, um, like, direct, I guess. I don't know another Ooh. way to say that, but just very, it's very blatant about a mm-hmm. lot of things. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Uh, so in that same train of thought, is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while going through the EP? Huh. Yeah, I mean, for me, the goal with this has always been that somebody listens to it and they feel less alone. You know, we all go through similar things that I'm talking about in this EP. And even over the past year, especially, we've all been feeling so alone and so disconnected. And if they can take anything away from that, it's that they're not the only one that's going through those things. And also that there are, there's like help, there's hope and help and resources and stuff like that to get through it. I love that. It's very good. So it's just kind of like a beacon for everybody then. Yeah, yeah, I like that. We'll go with that. That's a much better answer. Oh, <laughs> I didn't mean to. Uh, no, no. That, what you said I'm was totally beautiful. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm totally joking. Okay, okay. Um, so while listening to the EP, what band or artist influences pop out the most to you? Hmm. That's such an interesting question. Uh... I'm not sure. I think that a lot of, like, my two favorite bands of all time are The Still Canvas and The Use. The Use Bang. So good. So good. They they were super influential when I was a teenager starting to learn how I wanted to write, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved how, just matter of fact, they said things. You know, like, they said some scary ugly things in a matter of fact beautiful way they're talking about things that are going on in their heads in a beautiful way so i think that maybe those bands lyrically probably i would say influence me the most especially in writing like for my own projects now um sonically and instrumentally and like genre wise it is all over the place <laughs> the ep goes from like what's the first track i think mania is the first track so it goes from kind of this pop like sad pop song to pop punk to yeah it, it's all over the place so tons of different influences on that thing. all right mm-hmm. something for everybody yeah yeah there you go uh so what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this ep hmm. i absolutely loved shooting the dum dum music video that was so much fun and i am very I have a huge emphasis on having my hands in every part of this project. So Mm -hmm. the whole imagery and idea for the project was actually mine. So it was really cool to say, to see like, oh, I see this idea in my head 
and to actually bring it to life. And actually way exceed my own expectations of what it would look like. So yeah, and like I was in, like I said, a punk band in high school and stuff like that. And I haven't performed live in a band since then. So Mm -hmm. going back to that and the energy was just so much fun. That's good. Very happy to hear that. Yeah. So for this question, I want you to picture you're on tour, you're at a gas station, you're going in. What is your snack of choice? Oh my gosh. I am a candy fiend. I love candy. I think Sour Patch Kids for sure. I'd probably grab some, maybe some like Starbursts. Ooh. What color Starbursts? Oh, I, okay. I used to be a lemon person. Oh. And I am slowly coming around. Okay, I'm good. Coming around to the cherry good. ones. Oh well, okay, yeah, that's better. That's good. I respect you. <laughs> yeah. I, I everybody respect you. Everybody is like the lemon ones are the worst, and I'm just like, oh, well, that's good. Give I'll them all to you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then I love salt and vinegar chips. Okay. Ooh, and probably a monster. Ooh, a monster. Great. What color monster? I love the white ones mm-hmm. and the pineapple ones, the gold cans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Those are so okay. Good. Right. Yeah, and a Gatorade, and then that's probably it. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, so, where do you see the project in the next five years? Definitely touring. Um, that's on my immediate wants. Um, mm-hmm. Probably a couple albums deep, you know. And I just, I really want to start partnering with mental health nonprofits and stuff like that, and trying to make that a huge part of where I'm going. Um, I always try to be very open about mental health and stuff like that and encourage that conversation, but to have kind of backing behind that to say, not only are we going to open this conversation and talk about it, here's some resources to Mm -hmm. actually help you better your life. I think would be really, really good. And it's something that's important to me, but yeah, touring, playing shows, traveling, and just writing with whoever I can just experiencing writing with as many people as I can, I guess. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Writing with Bert from the news one of these days. I was yeah. going to say, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would be super excited for that. It's such an interesting thing, actually, as you grow to kind of have these people that you not necessarily idolize, but these people that you loved their music and they were so influential in you even wanting to become an artist. And then you meet them and start working with them and they're just like normal people, which mm-hmm. yeah. is such a silly thing because of course we're all normal people, but it's just a very interesting progression. For sure. It really is, yeah. Uh, so for these last couple questions, we're actually gonna shift away from music if that's okay with you. Yeah, of course. Six, so we're gonna go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Oh man, that is such a hard question. I love food so much. Um, <laughs> It's a tie between, oh man, it's got to be a three-way tie. Okay. It's got to be between like a plate of sushi, just like a huge boat of sushi. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really pretty much only drink water. So maybe like green tea with that. Ooh, um, okay. And then pasta, like a nice like spaghetti or gnocchi mm-hmm. pasta. That's number two. And number three, just a huge platter of breakfast food. Like Ooh. pancakes, eggs, the works. Perfect. Yeah. Sounds delicious. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's my favorite food. <laughs> uh, so if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? Ooh. Oh, man. Um, my, or my like, 
gut instinct first answer is somewhere in Lord of the Rings Ooh. probably Rivendell or something like that in mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings it's my favorite movies and favorite books ever so we'll go with that all right very good choice with the elves yeah Exactly, exactly. Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. Okay, hit me. What is your favorite color? <laughs> My favorite color is blue. Okay. You have a specific shade? Um, I really like royal blue, just like straight up royal blue. Perfect. Mm-hmm. It's a very good blue. No pastel, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so as Gloria said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, you can follow me on all social media at I am Sounder, and that's S-O-U-N-D-R. All right. Well, thank you for now. This has been Sounder, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>